Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I first want to thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me this morning, giving me the activities of my limbs. And I also want to say rest in peace, Mr. Byron Lewis. I know we've been knowing each other since we was 14 years old. That was many, 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 many years, many, many memories. So I want to say that and put that out there. And today's topic is an interesting topic because I want to talk about declutter your life. Now, when we talk about decluttering your life, what does that mean to a lot of individuals? Now, it seems that many individuals may either be holding on to something or holding on to someone that may be clogging up space or taking up perhaps too much of your time. Now, if that is the case, a lot of times we question ourselves of, you know, why are we holding on to that? And, I mean, I've been telling you guys that I've been remodeling my house for a while, finally almost up to par. But um, I'm going to say I ain't going to throw them up under the bus, but uh, my friend been over here cleaning out my garage and throwing TVs out in the trash. <laughs> I'm trying to keep stuff. I'm trying to hold on to stuff. He just throwing stuff out, telling me what I don't need anymore. And I'm talking loud so you can hear me. What I don't need anymore and all of that stuff. Because sometimes we can hold on to stuff for so long, we start looking like hoarders and things can become a hot mess whether it's dealing with people, whether it's dealing with things. And a lot of times, you know, I'm sitting up there, he puts stuff in one pile, I put it in another pile. He moves it over here, I put it over there. And I'm talking about sentimental value. You know, I'm going through things that was of my mother's, and she passed in 2008, of my grandmother's. I'm going through stuff of my stepfather who passed away. Then I got Byron's stuff, Byron's mama's stuff. All, and I'm just trying to get rid of a lot of this stuff. And the sad part about it is I told Byron I was going to be giving him some of his stuff back. Now, he in the past, and I'm stuck with that stuff, too. So when we start talking about decluttering your life, what do that mean to you? Because sometimes people say, I want to clean up what I messed up. Some individuals will say, you know, you know what, Jeanette, it may be time to release some things and just let some things go. And, it, and I found, especially being a therapist, sometimes individuals find benefit into holding on to some things. So my question to you is, what do you need to let go of? Who do you need to let go of? And we're going to be talking about that. Now, when we start talking about to declutter, one may need to reduce commitments because a lot of times, we're so busy saying yes to people, we don't know how to say no. We don't know how to say, you know what, I really don't have time right now, or I would love to get back with you in regards to that project or whatever it is you want me to do, but right now I'm, I'm overly committed to things. And not only that, do we also need to learn how to reduce commitments and learn to say no to non-essential things. Or like I said, just clean up your life. Now, some individuals may perhaps need to make a list of some of the things that they may need to get rid of. You know, what the deal? You know, there's an old saying that used to go, and my mother used to say, if you haven't seen it in years, and if you haven't needed it in years, and you ain't thought about it, you don't need that. And like I said, I had a whole lot of stuff that I had not seen, didn't need, didn't want, it was just clogging up my garage. I think I'm going to clean that garage out maybe three times within the past year, and it's still junky. You know, I remember T, um, T.D. Chase had this thing about the junk in your trunk. Sometimes we need to get some of that junk out of our trunk. And like I said, and this is not to speak bad on about anyone, but you know, you know in your heart when it's time to let some things go. But like I said, a lot of times individuals may be just too afraid. Hey, Joanna, Joanna, I am still waiting on you to call in. But I want to thank you for joining me on Facebook, but I'm still waiting on you. So, again, get the junk out your trunk. Get the stuff out your house. Let the stuff go. Release it. Release it. 
Now, I put on here when I was talking about this, and I said that others may need to get rid of some things, and another way of looking at it could be just by just starting to develop a new attitude. And not only having a new attitude, but having an attitude towards change. And like I said, do you really need it? Why put off tomorrow what you can do today? And it may be time to do some spring cleaning, even in the fall or in the winter. But we need to clean up some of this mess. So if you want to join in on a conversation, because I do not like talking to myself, give me a call at 516-387-1914, and perhaps I can help you talk your way through to being able to let go of some things. Because, I mean, some individuals are holding on to a lot of hurt, a lot of pain. I spoke before. There's a difference between having baggage and having drama or I don't say drama, trauma, because some individuals are holding on to a lot of baggage. I think it was, um, I can't even think of her name right now, but she sung that song, Bag Lady, and if you really think about the words to that song, sometimes we just carrying all these bags around, and like I said, I got stuff that, I, the other day I was going through pictures, I'm finding old pictures of my kids when they was little, I'm finding a wedding I'm finding all kind of stuff. And like I said, let it go, let it go. What's the value? Now, I'm still sending out, again, I keep saying I'm going to stop doing this, but I am still tagging people on Facebook. I'm still sending this stuff out to groups. And so please bear with me as I am doing this. Like I said, I do need to get better with my time management. But in the midst of doing the shows, I'm also still seeing clients. So I'm kind of multitasking most of the time. So like I said, but I'm doing the best I can with that. So I, I have been cleaning up, and I know my friend probably around here like, Jeanette, you, you ain't working with me today. you. But I know he probably throwing some stuff in the way, thinking I'm not going to miss it. <laughs> I know, and he knows that I'm going to go out there and dig in the trash to see what he just threw away. <laughs> and I hear you laughing. <laughs> Tony, really? <laughs> really, Tony? <laughs> so, that's all right. That's all right. Okay, I got to call her. Call her there. Let me log her on to this call. Oh, gosh. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Are you talking to me? I am talking to you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I just got back from taking my daughter to the doctor's, and my son got called home since sick from school. But other than that, I'm great. That is good. You? you know, it's it's funny because <laughs> Tony is over here cleaning up, right? We cleaned up yesterday. Girl, he threw my TVs in the trash. You know I like my TV. When you opened up my garage, you said, you said you didn't let me know. I, 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 my, my hand is messed up, but I'll come help you, girl. Now he out there throwing right. stuff away I can't see. I was just, girl, I wanted to cry. I was watching stuff just get tossed away, thrown away, flipped over. Yeah, he, he even throwing the stuff away. Stop girl, he even broke. Uh, wait a minute. He broke the, after he threw the TV away, He, I said, Tony, the TV stand didn't do nothing to you. Just, just Maybe I can do something with the t- girl. The next thing I know, the TV stand just flying in the air. I, I'm just sitting there like, Really? This man just broke my teeth. <laughs> he just broke my teeth. Wait a minute. And then, and then wait a minute. Wait a minute, Miss oh, Christina. I got an excuse for everything, right? I'm like, but but I can take the TV and, and I can make it a game room in the garage and, and I can have the kids hook up a Nintendo and I can, you know, and it, it was, I'm finding so many excuses. He said, Jeanette, I'll hang you a TV up in this garage. Jeanette. It ain't. <laughs> I'm trying to find excuses to hold on to stuff. He ain't talking about. Jeanette, I don't want to be going through no dead man's clothes. So I got to go through my stepfather's clothes. He got suitcases in my garage. You know, and you know, but I, I, I'm grateful for Tony. I, I am very grateful. But I know I'm. You see, what's Tony going to do is Tony going to hide stuff so I can't find it. So <laughs> he, might, yeah. he, might, he might go throw it in the neighbor's trash can so I won't see it. Tell him it's my job to come take care of that. He doesn't need to do it then. We don't even get rid of stuff. 
the garage, it looks good. It looks good. He, oh, he, I, you know, he's sweating for me. Well, he just The garage mm-hmm. probably would look good because I might be just like him and do the same thing, depending on what it is. But I'm not going to get rid of the TV stand and the TV. So, yeah, I mean. He threw the TV away. I, I'm what? like, really? He said it's old. Not what? It did work. I was I put it in there for to make the garage the game room. So where I was gonna make the garage the game room. Tony the Tony the TV. Just I'm gonna check and see if it worked because he threw it. I hope he didn't break that, but he, he threw the TV. He just threw TV. So when we talk about when we talk about decluttering, Christina, what comes to your mind when it comes to decluttering your life? What comes to your mind? That means to get rid of things you don't need that are just sitting there like in the garage, stuff you don't wear. I'll, I'll give you an example. I had somebody just come to my house who was at my house before I moved to my new one. Uh-huh. And they said, what happened to your clothes? I said, they're right here. Wait a minute, you haven't worn that. I said, I called declutter. I said, I don't wear it. You, know what? you, don't, you don't wear it. And you don't, it sits there. Bye-bye. There's somebody who needs those clothes. I okay? told him that. So there's somebody else that. that if you're, you don't throw it away, you go give it to somebody else who could use it because you're not wearing it, you're not using it. And somebody said, what would you do with your can opener? Well, we, I, I said, oh, my girlfriend must have got rid of it, right, when she was packing. Mm-hmm. She said, you don't need it. No, she put it in the far back, so I bought a new one. I'm like, and all of a sudden... I find the can, I'm like, there's the can opener. Now I got two of them. So my girlfriend gets over here the other day and she says, oh, I like your can opener. I got to get one. I said, oh, no, you don't. I got another one. <laughs> there you go. You know, uh, I was finding duplicate stuff. I was finding clutter. stuff that I already had. I was finding stuff, and, and it, was, it was a mess. It, that garage was a mess. But, you know, well, but the when thing I was there, is, it was, mm-hmm. I know, and you need to you need to declutter it. And what I what I do with my garage, you can literally. People are like, "How do you do that?" I said, it's "Called declutter." And what you you have a box, keep it, get rid of it, keep it, get rid of it, keep it. Go every other one. Then when you separate out every other one, then you mm-hmm. go back through it again and take a second look and say, "Okay, am I going to use this? Am I going to wear it? Am I going to?" Or can somebody else benefit from it? And if they can't, I'm then it's gonna, trash. Then I'm going to stand there. Ooh, this is like thing myself. I'm going to stand there because I just want to show the listeners on Facebook my, my jeans. Girl, I found, ooh, I can't even see it. I had some jeans in my garage, girl. Tony took my jeans and was like, throw them in the trash. I said, I can fit them jeans because they got holes in them. You know how the jeans got the little shredded around your knees? Donate that to somebody. They can wear that to their 
everybody don't want to wear your wedding dress. <laughs> I was like, but that's a cute well, dress. <laughs> but you know what? Somebody, but somebody else may benefit from it, so you can donate it to that's somebody. Yes, and that's the same with my dress. My girlfriend said to me, are you seriously keeping this wedding dress as it's 40 years old? And I said, they're wrapped in plastic. Uh-huh. I asked my daughter if she wanted them before I before I donated them because that we got remarried, too, and it had a renewal. And mm-hmm. they're, But I'm never going to wear them again. I mean, mm-hmm. so somebody could wear them because there's a lot of people that can't afford to buy a wedding dress. No, you know? that's so, what I said. That's what I see. Tony tried to tell me my yeah, dress was so you need, you know, I mean, but you do need to declutter your life, and that makes life a lot simpler. I found mm-hmm. also when you're decluttering, if you put things in, instead of boxes, put them in those clear tubs and label mm-hmm. them. Like I have one in my closet. They go, what mm-hmm. is that? I go, just I'll pull it out. That says first aid. That says Michelle's purses. I mean, and that says Jenny's purses. That says uh, Brianna's this. That says Tori's this. That says Jeanette's this. So then I know this is like somebody's stuff, right? And like Mm -hmm. my friend came from Jamaica. So I told her, your stuff is all upstairs in clear tubs. It's labeled with your name. Because when I moved, I decluttered. And I said, Mm -hmm. I told her, and I said, you're coming out. She thought. She wasn't sure. I said, okay, I'm going to put it in clear tubs and label it. So now you can just go in that closet, go through the clear tubs. It has your name on it. Fine. If you can't find it, just look at the clear tubs. Maybe somebody put it in the wrong place. But this is And she's looking in there doing that. And it's called decluttering. Correct. But you know, I know where my stuff be. I know where my stuff be. Even though it may look like a mess to somebody else, but... I know where it is, and I, you know what, but this is the thing. I know that it's time to let some things go. I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't. I know that there was some time to let some people out of my life. I knew that there was time. it was time for me to um, be able to transition on in, with some things. I just didn't want to, but it wasn't, that I, it wasn't that I didn't know that I needed to. So that's two different things. So now Right, but you know what? Mm-hmm. You are right. You know what, though? And I don't know how your mom was, but oh, mama, like my pack. mom, okay? My mom, I remember my mom saying, because she had a whole bunch. She never let go of anything. And mm-hmm. I looked at her when she got sick, and I said, what are we going to do with all this stuff? She said, you're not touching it. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So I got there you go. And she said. You know what? I think that was Tony's I'm, thing. Tony's like, Jeanette, you mess around, and if you're, um, um, teacher, you know, he, like he was saying, if somebody dying, you got to go through that stuff. Because like I said, I've got people stuff that are no longer living that i got to now get rid of a whole bunch of mess. You know, it's, it's a mess. Well, but there's some things, Jeanette, you might, somebody left you or gave you might be sentimental, you know, and you mm-hmm. want to keep it. But to somebody else, they might think, why is she keeping that? Okay, well, you're right. Now, when my mom, when she said that to me, I knew there was no point in having a discussion with her. And so I thought to myself, I'll just let my sister deal with it because she says, let, let mom have everything she wants. Okay. So when mom passed away, I said, here, I'm glad you got the keys. Have fun. Okay. Well, you I said, all I want is, all I, I, don't, I don't really want anything specific. I got what I wanted before she passed, which is, mm-hmm. I think, the best way to declutter when somebody is not well is, if they want, if they'll let go of it. But there's some people, as you know, they get older. They're like, I'm not letting go of anything. Okay, mm-hmm. well, then that's all you can do. But you know, if you don't, if you declutter, I find that your life is cleaner, smoother. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't have to take care. I don't have as many clothes to wash because uh-huh. the more clothes you have, the more you're going to do laundry, pile up dirty clothes, and you're going to say, Oh well, where I can't find that. Oh, it's over there. Uh, uh, oh, and you can like pile up clothes and don't like to fold laundry. I, I got, uh, I'm doing laundry like right now, and I, I got to do, I got to fold the clothes. And it's crazy because I remember when I was getting my house done and remodeling, 
I would find a brand new clothes, still have tag on them that I had never even wore. Now I got two closets full of clothes. I got stuff, and I, I know I got to get rid of some of my clothes. That much I know, because I, I, I have my I get back with you later clothes. So I want to give the listeners some information in regards to this, because this is definitely a serious topic, especially when you're dealing with unhealthy, toxic relationships or toxic individuals. Now, I'm looking at something, and it's basically, I'm going to call me now. It's talking about, have you ever cleaned out a drawer or a stuff closet in your home and felt an incredible surge of satisfaction? You know, I remember when I'm looking at this, we used to have what's called a junk drawer. I had so much junk, every drawer was a junk drawer. <laughs> I see Facebook things where they said, um, uh, what's on top of your refrigerator? You know, if you look at what's on top of somebody's refrigerator, girl, they got a refrigerator full of mess. And like I said, here I am living basically by myself, and I got three refrigerators and a deep freezer, and then one of my refrigerators had the nerve to go out. I was like, thank God Tony ordered the part and fixed the refrigerator. <laughs> I was like, I want my refrigerators, but I don't need no three refrigerators. It's one me with three refrigerators and a deep freezer. That don't make no sense. So when we start talking about these things, and what happens is when you see that it's all clean, it says that basically you'll be more vibrant and magnetic, meaning once you create lots of order and harmony in your home and in your life, you're right. There is a different sense of feeling. Another thing is more time appears. Like you said, if you get rid of some of them clothes, you ain't got to do that much laundry. If you start decluttering some of this stuff, you ain't got to do that much cleaning in your home. Because one of the things that we complain about, Christina, is we complain about being overwhelmed. We complain about being tired. We complain about all of the people and things that they do in our life. We need to stop complaining about it and do something about it. What is your comment when it talks about more time appears? You know, you have more time for other things when you declutter some stuff. Right. And... Uh, even with my kids, I say, okay, there's seven days in a week, right? Mm-hmm. So I just went, seven days times two is 14. So they need 14 shirts, 14 pants, 14 shirts. The rest, bye-bye. So they have enough for two weeks or for a reason. So you, I mean, there was clothes, and so it, it downsized, and I gave me more time. So I'm like, people are like, you only do laundry once a week. I said, uh-huh. I do a load of dark, a load of light, and bedding. So I do three loads, three loads in one week. Mm-hmm. And I just tell myself if I, you know, I pick a day because you do get tired and overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So if you structure yourself and you're decluttered and then you say, okay, I'm going to do laundry on this day or that day, you know, then, or at least I'm going to do it once during the week. Then, you know, but you don't look at piles and piles. It's overwhelming just to look at stuff and go, where do I start? Right now I'm on the radio. Can you call me back? You're not showing your number. So if you're overwhelmed, you need to figure out how to declutter some things because you'll have more time to sit and listen to a nice radio show. Mm-hmm, like and mine where people are calling me like, with like no... Yours. Without saying that, you know, I'm talking to you. Sit and play a brain game that helps you relax, Mm -hmm. like called Word Crush or Word Search, you know, uh, or go out and have lunch, you know, or just take a walk because you're always Mm -hmm. saying, oh, I don't have time to do this and I don't have time to do that. That's because, like you said, people are overwhelmed, over cluttered, over. And I made the decision, especially after my other half went to the other side, that. Mm I had so much stuff that I was like, you know what? I really want to downsize. And downsizing and decluttering help when you do that. And it makes your life, like you told me, you're more vibrant, more structured. You have more, it's, life's a little simpler. But like for a single person to have three refrigerators, probably a little bit too much. To me, I could see having two in a freezer because you always want to be prepared. Wait, 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 Christina. And hey, you know what's so bad about that? Speaking with the other day. What? Why Tony and I go to Home Depot and I spend $300 at Home Depot basically on food and stuff? That don't make no sense. $300 at Walmart. 
week before that, I spent $600 right. at Walmart. I gotta stop buying stuff. I really do. I really do. Well, so and some they, people they, they go and they buy things because you get rid of things and then you replace. That's not declut. That's not decluttering. You're just getting rid of it and then buying again. That's why he's getting on my case about this stuff. That's the problem with that. Okay. Another thing is the third thing is positive risk becomes possible, meaning that. When you basically clutter often reflects life's unfinished business, ooh, that's deep. Because a person can come into your life and your clutter can look like unfinished business. When you clear away the clutter, you're allowing yourself to take bigger, more creative risks because you're no longer stuck or stuck in the problems of the past. So me getting rid of a lot of this junk is setting myself free of a lot of stuff to where I don't even have to even deal with that no more. Another thing it talks about is personal issues are addressed, meaning when you dig through mess, you're likely to evacuate a lot of deep emotional residue that is buried in your clutter. Everything from bad memory, broken dreams can get uncovered in a deep clean, and each one you can confront, create more room for newly true adventures. So like I said, when I was going through this stuff, and I know I was driving him crazy, showing him pictures in between stuff, and, and I got a story to tell behind this, a story to tell behind that. And he's just taking it, just throwing it over in the pile. You know, I'm I'm done with that. I'm, I'm done with that. And you can address the personal issues as you get rid of it. And also, I want to talk about sometimes, Christina, with the clutter, we develop bad habits. We do develop bad habits. Because old people, I know like my grandmother and my mother, they held on to stuff for so long. And when they died and we had to go behind them and clean up that mess, it was crazy. So when you learn to declutter, you lose bad habits, and you start better ones. You know, right. I love when I go to a model house. You know why I like model houses? Because you don't see all the stuff on cabinets. You don't see all the stuff in rooms. It just looks so clean when you go to them, and it makes you want to buy the house because it's decluttered. You move in. You right. see all that junk and trash. And <laughs> model homes. Well, I'll so. tell you, that's one of the reasons when I bought this last house, I said this must this must be a plan because I really didn't want to have to go, you know, buy a whole bunch of stuff or move for I didn't want to move furniture, so mm-hmm. I sold furniture and I just bought a house. Uh, you said a model house. I've mm-hmm. been in the past where I bought a model house and it's all furnished. It's like mm-hmm. okay, I don't have to do it. It's just easier that way so that you have less clutter. And I have so much cupboard space. People go, well, what are you going to put in here? I go, don't worry about those cupboards. They're they're not here. They just look like mm-hmm. they are. Okay, they're not. Oh, it's because so... you're right. It will be. It's, it's not. It's overwhelming. When when someone passes away and you have all this stuff, you will find out how overwhelming it is. And think <laughs> about your kids or somebody else has to go through it. Clean up that mess. Just clean. When my mother died, I didn't even want to be there. My sister took off everything she wanted to take. My other sister really didn't grab nothing but a dinette set. But it, my mother had a whole backyard full of junk. It was so much stuff. It was a mess. And if I would have passed recently, teacher probably would have wanted to kill me with all that junk I had up in this house. And I had downsized from a bigger house to a smaller house. We moved some of the junk we threw away at the old house. But I still had a lot of junk. Still got a lot of junk. So I guess when I get finished with the show, I'm going to go out in the patio in the garage and I'm going to see what Mr. Tony has done. Well, <laughs> I, have, I can hear you, well, but I probably won't sit in there but Hopefully he won't get rid of too much stuff, but like what you're <laughs> telling other people, you need to not go replace whatever he gets rid of. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to do that. This is another thing that I want to share. That's what happens. 
No, I'm not going to. Don't, get, well, don't let him get rid of it. Well, I got to say, in my in my favor, in my favor, Miss Christina, my mother's been deceased since 2008. My mother went on and shopping her and CV whatever with best friends. She loves shopping online. My mother had stuff that wasn't even opening boxes that I had in there. I'm opening up the boxes where I saw I, I saw I saw. Um, a vacuum cleaner to clean the, the vacuum of the vehicle. So I was like, you know, we can vacuum our cars. We can clean our vehicle. Girl, it was a pet groomer. He said, this thing made in China. You can't clean <laughs> I found something that had like oh, a little face thing. I'm trying not to throw it away. I'm like, my mama bought this. He looks at me like, if you don't get rid of this trash. <laughs> it was plastic. He took, the, he took the pet groomer and used the bucket to clean out the refrigerator. <laughs> So another thing is when you declutter, sleeps become deeper. Now that is huge, Christina, because when you clear out stagnant clutter around you, you can get some rest. You can get some rest. Yeah. Now, I mean, I literally, I literally used to be able, like I, and the reason I think now why I'm really on the decluttering is because my Mm -hmm. mom did collect so much stuff. And I'm like, it is so nice to look at my closet and the clothes are organized and I can see what's in there and I don't have to tear everything apart because they're nice oh. and spacious. You know what? I said now, after, after, after we get finished all this, I'm going to color code my clothes. I'm going to put it by the colors so I'll know. And I won't keep wearing the same thing over and over again because i got my favorite stuff. But see, I don't like folding laundry. Two things I do not like doing. I do not Why like doing that. That's another thing you can do. I don't really like folding laundry, and a lot oh, of people, no. when they'll come over to my house to help, they'll, oh, they're folding my laundry. I said, no, please just hang them up. I'd rather buy hangers than hang it. It's easier to find. Yeah, but I, it, I have hangers, but the problem with the hangers is I started running out of room to hang stuff. So this well, is that's another thing that tells you about. to get rid of stuff. I know. I know. i got to get rid of some clothes. I really do. I guess so, if I lose some weight, i really get rid of some clothes because I can probably... Well, I'm going to say buy me some new clothes. I just have to wear dresses so I can, you know, keep the weight down. Another thing Oh, I know. About- some people love to buy shoes. You know how many people I've met that I've come over to their house and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, where are your shoes? And then uh, my girlfriend goes, oh, let me show you. I went out there. She had a two-car garage full of shoes. I said, what? Oh, my God. I got two a car- friend like that. got shoes everywhere. I'm like... Really? I'm not a shoe person. I, I, I like dresses. Well, and I like but you, you like clothes, but you don't like... So me, I'm thinking, okay, you know what? How many shoes realistically can we wear? Okay, Let's mm-hmm. say six pairs. Besides our tennis shoes and our sandals, if you want to have six pairs, let's say, I just pick a number, four to six pairs of nice dress shoes. You know, the basic colors, the fall and the spring and the winter. Mm-hmm. So two pairs of dark, two pairs of medium, two pairs of light. Girl, if you looked at my Facebook thing, he used to always tease me about my Peter Pan boots. And the one time I got my little favorite boots that I like to wear, he'd be like, uh, can you not wear the boots no more? Can you? I'd be like, well, buy me some more then. But don't be talking about my – girl, he used to be on my Facebook post talking about my boots. So let me, say, let me share this. Another thing with decluttering is problems get solved. When you're equipped with fresh perspective, because like I talked about earlier, it helps you change your attitude. It helps you change your mindset when you realize, I don't need this no more. I don't need this person in my life anymore. I don't. Problems get solved because your perspective changes and it opens you up with a clear space. It's far easier to focus and solve problems when you ain't got all of this going on in your head. Now, this is a big right. one, too. People may not realize this, but your money flows more freely and sometimes literally. A lot of times when you realize that, you know, all the girl, I was cleaning up my garage a couple of weeks ago, and I found $40. dollars in ten. If I went to clean up the garage, couldn't that $40 number, I'll put you like this, that $40 number been wrapped up in that wrapper because it was my mama's $40. My mama been deceased since 2008. But I let you know, before 2008, that $40 was in them wrappers. And I just found mm-hmm. it. Okay. So, again, we got to clean up. And you can trust your intuitions more. 
Now, we start talking about intuitions is you know where stuff is. Now, while we sitting up here cleaning, Tony, we still ain't found the, um, the grill for the, uh, we were trying to cook steaks the other day. I can't find a grill to cook some steaks. I got the top, but I can't figure out what the heck I did with the bottom part. A smoker grill. I got a smoker grill. I can't find So hopefully while we're doing all this cleaning up, I can find a smoker grill because I, I got to find that. So, again, if you want to call in and you want to talk to us as we're talking about decluttering your life, let's talk about it. And, and I know that we're laughing, but this is a serious conversation. It's definitely a, a serious conversation because a lot of times, like I said, individuals don't know where to start. They don't know how to go about it. They don't even know why it should be important. It's, it's good for you because it can give you a fresh start. It can open up opportunities. And like I said, we always talk about decluttering our house. But like I said, I want to talk about decluttering your life. You know, I want to say, and I think one of the biggest things, Christina, is the emotions behind the clutter. Now, to deal with the clutter, you also have to deal with the emotion that it represents. And I held on to stuff because, first of all, I mean, I'm not a messy person but I'm a junkie person. I just got junk everywhere. So, and like I said, things meant something, or at least it reminded me of something. But it says you got to ask these three questions. Okay, Sean wants to be on the video. Okay, Sean, I'm about to add you onto the video. Okay, you prove. I'm adding you, Sean. And you could have just called in, but I'm adding you, so hopefully it'll go through. It's still saying adding. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Oh. <laughs> I figured this out. I have been trying to put your auntie on for a while. So you know you got to declutter some stuff too. So Oh yeah, I gotta understand the life, the house, the whole deal. And you know what? And the thing is we just be adding stuff on top of stuff. We combine and compound things. So when when I if someone say to you, or if I came to you and say, Sean, you know you need to declutter your life. What would you be thinking about in regards to that? We, I, I can't even begin to start. It, um, life, especially um, when it comes to life, I have too much that I take on, and it's me, it's not anybody else. Um, too many things I kind of had of, um, that's why when I chimed in and saying that was a discussion, I had a bit of a breakdown this morning because I do too much between um Kids trying to keep the house together, run the kids back and forth to school because they go a little distance from the house. Oh, when I tell you, it gets to be a lot. It do, but it goes back to what I said earlier. Sometimes we got to learn how to say no. Yeah. We got to learn how to, exactly. to prioritize things. We got to learn how to engage in self care. You can't take on other people's stuff. And like I said, in our lives, we got people that are passing away. And you went to my wedding in 2013, and I just mm-hmm. learned on Friday that my husband, he died. He died Friday. What? He had a heart attack. Yeah, he had a heart attack and died. So I still got stuff that I got to get. And I had just sent him a text telling him, you know, I got your mother's stuff, your stuff. I said, it's time for me to let this stuff go. We gotta, and now he done passed away. Now I still got to get rid of his stuff, too. It's like, really? <laughs> I'm, still, I'm going through stuff my mama bought. I'm going through stuff that...
from who I am. Girl, I'm out there in the garage throwing away wedding dresses. I'm like, oh, I like the girl. I ain't seen this dress. I got married in this dress in 2002. Do you know how long ago that? Right. Yeah, and, and it's the truth. Like, um, I think you already know that I took on a, a godchild. And, I mean, not a, a um, foster child. I saw the boy, yes. Oh, my gosh. That was the whole breakdown this morning. I think I took on more than I can handle. And I already had too much. And I got, but, you know, I'm thinking I can help this kid. I can help this kid. Of course, you won't. Well, but this is the thing that people fail to realize. I don't know. We can talk about this later off the air. I don't know if this kid was related to you or if he just came from the foster care system. Because a lot of the, because what happens is a lot of times kids come with their own emotional baggage. And when they're coming with their own emotional baggage or their own trauma, sometimes it's hard to navigate between some of the stuff that they're going through and helping a kid declutter their life because you would think that as a child you wouldn't have as much emotional pain. Some of these kids do. Just the other day, Tony, I was walking down the street. Girl, we saw, I saw a kid, well, a, I call him a kid, a grown man walking down the street with a gallon of whiskey. And he asked a question and I answered it, but his thing was he didn't want to live. He was so hurt and so wounded, and his questions was about sex offenders. He asked me a question of, do you think that all sex offenders should be murdered or should be put to death in jail? And I had to challenge him on that to get him to change his attitude about something, but I could tell somebody did something to him. So this kid had stored so much clutter in his life, you walking around with a gallon of gym bean, you want to die? You either you want to die or you want to go to jail because the police see you walking around with this, this alcohol, they can arrest you for being drunk in public. So yeah. sometimes people are carrying so much pain in their life, they don't know how to get rid of some of that. And even kids, if I was a social worker for years. And when I would talk to some of these kids, and it was sad about some of the things that they had experienced at such a young age, mm. such a young age. And to tell a kid, they don't know what that means. And they think that if my mama didn't love me or my dad, and it don't mean that your parents didn't love you, they may have been going through some things in their life, and now you are a product of this, and now you're trying to figure things, and you're only a kid. You're only a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's added to my cluttered yeah, but the thing is this. I mean, I've seen that little boy, and I've seen this pain in him. I didn't know where the little boy came from. First it was like Ryder when they asked, was, where did the white boy come from? So when I saw that little boy, <laughs> I'm like, where did the Mexican boy come from? <laughs> yeah, and, 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 that's, and that's where everybody, you know, looking at him, but his, 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 his issue. He's hurt. Or, I mean, he has issues. You know, He's hurt. Wrong. I mean, diagnosis and everything, but he just look in his eyes and it's just blank. It's like he has no empathy. He has, it's well, again, it depends on his, his, his uh, DNA is no joke. Ryder is not around Reggie, but honey, he is a split image of Reggie. Reggie see, was not around you. You know uh, I did not raise Reggie around you. Bridgie, look like you, sound like you. Girl, I'll be saying I'm having PTSD. Girl, I can't wow. stand sometimes. Bridgie reminds me of you. So sometimes it doesn't even, we we minimize how much DNA plays a role in people's lives. And even when you talk about adopting children, sometimes you can take a child from that environment, put them in a healthy environment, and you still don't have the same issue. I'm walking around and Reggie, and I'm listening to Reggie talking. You know I left Compton in 1986. Reggie was born in 1985, and he's talking about Compton this. You don't know nothing about Compton. <laughs> nah, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. We said Reggie, we said Ryder down to your house. Ryder came back with a side. I said, I ain't got to listen to nobody but my mom. <laughs> Girl, Ryder, I did not know Ryder was going to get you all the problems. <laughs> and, and, and you thinking. Well, you know, what, what, what's going on? And I, this, even with this one, I, you know, I'm trying everything. I didn't plan this big birthday party because he never had a birthday party. So I'm, I'm trying to do all these different Jeanette, things. Jeanette, 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 Je
Can but I tell this you? Is, this is the thing. I'm going to let you speak caller. on Christina. Don't okay. take it. No. I don't won't. Take it. Don't worry. But, okay. The, oh, no, no. The so I'm boy, saying, I'm saying. With the kids. I already know. Give him his party. Give him his party, LaShawn, because he will remember that. Kids remember who was there for them. But give him his birthday party. Don't take his behavior personal. Teach teach is something that that really shocked me with parenting that I didn't think I would have done. Whitey got in trouble at school and was waiting on getting a whooping. And we were talking about consequences. When teacher got off the phone with the with the teacher, teacher started crying. Ryder said, Mommy, why are you crying? Teacher said, Because the teacher thinks I'm being a bad mommy. Because you're acting up at school, they think that I'm being a bad He said, But I don't want to make you sad. I don't so she had to reverse it because he was waiting on a whooping. He was waiting to get in trouble. Because they ain't gonna do something else. But you gotta try to get into their head because sometimes you gotta teach people how to feel. So of course, the closer it's coming, because he probably want to be with his biological family, and it's his yes. birthday. So you gotta take all these things into consideration. Okay, Miss Christina, what would you want to tell Lashawn in regards to the fact that she has a foster kid and it's causing a lot of stress in her life? Because she got health issues, just lost her mama. Every time I look up Sean at a funeral. And now you got this kid that's having a birthday that you really want to give the best to. So, Christina, what would you tell her in regards? What do you have to say in regards to that? Because you also work with children. Well, I've been there where you've been, and um, like Miss Jeanette said about the birthday, I was just going to say just be careful not to make it too overwhelming. Because if he's, did I hear you say he never had a birthday? Because there's when you declutter things, and then there's the opposite of nothing. You know, um, or there's the opposite of if he's had nothing and then you give him so much. But mm-hmm. give him, yeah, like she said about the behavior, one is I always got my kids evaluated. I was a foster parent. I got my kids to the doctor, evaluated. I got a therapist on board. Even if the therapist was just the therapist, the kid and I talking, or me talking with the therapist and then seeing the kid because, the social worker should be, the kids have PTSD and all that. But the birthday party, yeah, if he's having behaviors, sometimes the kids, I don't know how long you've been doing foster parenting, but they will do stuff to sabotage so that you mm-hmm. won't give them the party. And you That's don't want to not do that. But you might have to say, you know what, sit him down and talk to him and say, you know what, it's going to be a birthday party. But he might be so scared about too many people coming. I don't know if you're having a big party or a little party or nobody's showing up or being disappointed, but whatever you do, you know, just sit him down and talk to him. I mean, I've been the other way where I've taken away the privilege, not the birthday party, but they've lost other privileges. So don't take away that. But And especially if it's very stressful, you need to probably get a mental health worker in there, not because you can't handle it, but because each child comes with, and I don't know how many children you've had, but each child likes you said DNA, and they come with their own baggage. And mm-hmm. you don't know. All you're told is what you're told. And I have, as Jeanette knows, I've gone through several of them and taken care of several of them. And I've been mm-hmm. through Helen Beck, and Jeanette mm-hmm. could tell you that, and she knows. And well, But you know what? Question. Don't beat yourself up over it. The age. You can only mm-hmm. do so much. And I don't know but how you know, old the child is, but talk to Jeanette off the air. Jeanette wants you to connect with me and all. I'll be glad to help you and tell you some things. You know, but you got to remember, he's a kid. And um, after you look, you're thinking, okay, can I help him? Cause there, you could give him everything. Yeah, well, man. You could give him all your love and attention, and if he's not used to having it, or he's so angry or so shocked or traumatized just from being taken from his parents, I mean, they scream all night, they break things, they hit things, they hurt people, they hurt animals. Yeah. Then you have to figure out, okay, what can I do? The first thing you need to do is call the worker and make sure you document everything. Document mm-hmm. it. But talk to the child. 
It's so many other emotions, even up under anger, that sometimes we misinterpret. So sit down and think about why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? Is it codependency? Is it people-pleasing? Is it that I want them to like me? Is it that I tell people when they call me nice, I'll be like, I'm not all that nice. I'm, well, people, Jeanette, just nice. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because if I don't want to do something, I'm saying, I ain't doing it. No, I don't want to. So you've got to do some self-examining, Sean, because you've been through so much in life. I'm glad you're not in a hospital dealing with asthma stuff, because I haven't heard about that in a while. But don't. And I've been, I've been feeling bad since Thursday, bad headache. I'm a little short of breath. You know, I haven't, I haven't had that problem. So I know, I know that I've taken on too much, this, you know, and I'm just trying to figure out what can I do to straighten this out. Girl, you clean goes. up what I you're do. not messed up. That's like that old gossip, old, 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 um, I'm going to clean up what I'm not messed up. You know, I had a person say to me, and I said I need to do a show about this. They said, I am living in the hell I created. Yeah, that is me. <laughs> <laughs> no, serious, that's a perfect definition of myself. I did it to myself. I didn't create it. Uh, oh, a monster. monster. Yeah. And I can't blame nobody but myself because, like you said, I am that people pleaser. Why? I don't know. And I need to find it, Find out why. Yes. Yeah. Sit down. Just, Think I, about I, it. I, I, do you know, it really makes me happy to do things for people, mm-hmm. not money or nothing, just just comforting people makes me happy. Yeah, but this is the thing. You have to accept the fact that that's not going to make them happy. Happiness is an emotion. You cannot give a person an emotion. It's right. a choice. So you're doing these things, and when they, it, it's kind of like I was, I was talking to somebody one day, and I said, it's like going to the zoo, you looking at the animal, and the animal throws shit on you. They just throw it out. They're taking the shit. They throw that shit on you. They're like, really? I come here. Did somebody say, you going to throw shit at me? Really? You do all of this for people, and they just throw it. What? Or they tell you, well, I didn't ask you to do that, or I didn't tell you to do that. That's true. That's true. And I'm not saying be mean, be cruel to nobody, but Mm -hmm. by that same token, you're going to have to reexamine and set Boundaries, healthy boundaries, healthy boundaries. You don't need to be doing all of that stuff. And like I said, learn how to say no. And you got to start to learn how to take care of yourself because I've been seeing you on Facebook and all the stuff you be doing. I'm like, how they go from here to here to here to here to here? You be all over the place. I'm like, if she don't sit down somewhere, you yeah, know. Definitely, that, that's the truth. And you always there with a smile on your face. You always trying to be there for friends. You trying to be there for family. When are you going to learn to be there for you? And, you know, and that's the sad thing. I thought that I started doing it, but then I, it got lost in the shuffle. Because you could tell that I started, um, you know, you know, focusing on me because, you see, the health got better. Yeah, the health did get better. And so I did, but somewhere I didn't lost that way again. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's like you said, they, you, you, you kind of start going down the road, then you turn the corner, and you're like, oh, shoot, I made a wrong turn. You better, clean up, you better clean up that stuff. Like we talking about decluttering your life. I'm, um, your, auntie is, uh, your auntie on here posting, talking about, I'm sorry I'm late with the conversation at, on this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see, I've seen her. Oh, God. Thank you for watching, Linda. We're talking about decluttering your life is what we're talking about because some people got too much mess going on, and they find excuses to justify. And like you mm-hmm. said, you can't blame nobody sometimes but yourself. But by the same token, we got to learn how to do better. Learn how to let that stuff go. Like I said, you don't want it to be that if you pass on, somebody got to come in your house and clean up all that mess. All that yeah. stuff that you know, set up there and 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 accumulate it. Some of you that were, we accumulate too much stuff. And sometimes not only do we accumulate, we take stuff. So when and other it, people's stuff and starts, my house looks like my life. Seriously. Oh. No, if I turn this around for you guys to see my room, I, my daughter said it. Courtney, she said 
she walked in here one day because she, you know, she don't live here, and she said, Mom, she said, you know, people, I know they'll walk in here and say, you keep everything somebody gives you. Oh, girl. You don't need to have this much stuff. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I mean, seriously, my dresser, I have corner little uh-huh. Every I kept, I don't kept everything. If you look, if, if you gave me something, I still have Sean, I'm, Sean, Sean, wait a minute, Sean, you gave me a $25 check. I still got your $25 check. <laughs> Did you notice that check never got gave? I oh still got God. a $25 check you gave me in 
at 11.30 a.m. Pacific. And if you're not available, you can always click on the, sh- the link to listen to the recorded shows after the shows have been aired. But if you have any topics that you want to discuss or anything you want to talk about, I tell people this is so therapeutic. Because sometimes people think that people don't understand or nobody is listening. Linda, you asking how do I get on the show right now? We're about to end the show for today. But tomorrow, if you want to be on the show, you can either click on Facebook to join me, whether Sean, as we talk face-to-face, or you can call in at 516-387-1914. And tomorrow's topic, having an attitude of gratitude. we got to teach people sometimes we got a whole lot to be grateful for. And sometimes we take things and people for granted. And you never know. You might not wake up. Like I said, Brian was only 55 years old and died of a heart attack at 55 because he had so much pain, he had so much hate, he had so much anger, he had so much stuff he would not let go. And I was not going to let myself be attached to that. So I can't live like that. So sometimes we got to separate ourselves from things and we got to have a gra- attitude of gratitude. Okay? Talk to you later. Thank you, Sean. Love you. Bye-bye.